0: Welcome to Punk and the Hippie. I am the hippie, Rick Boyer. Sitting across from me is... Punk, Russ Phillips. And I got the best producer in the tri-state area, the beast from the east, Spencer Crosser.
1: Well, I mean, this is my first rodeo producing anything, so to say I'm the best is just completely not true. But thank you for the compliment.
0: I can tell right from the start. Now, this is our... uh, first one but I should probably tell you why we started it it started with russ comes up to me one day we've we all listen to podcasts we have for a while and we all work together yes yeah we all work together russ comes up one day he says jokingly hey we should start a podcast and i said that sounds like a great fucking idea so we talked to spencer about it and he took off from there i think spence was the big motivation on this
1: yeah the idea of it got me excited and when i get excited about something i go balls to the wall into into it so
0: yeah i'm the same way i think oh yeah yeah (laughs) i tend to be the same way too ask my wife about comics yeah (laughs) get obsessed with it oh yeah i know and I've listened to podcasts for probably, I want to say 10 years. I don't know if they've been around that long. I mean, I'm sure they have.
1: Uh, the term podcast was coined in, I think, 2004.
0: Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So, well, me and Spencer here, we debate on if Howard Stern is a podcast. I, it's not a podcast. Because he's on talk- radio. Yeah, he's on talk radio. He works for somebody. But I call Howard Stern the godfather of podcasting. Right? I mean I think that's yeah. fair, but he's
1: still it's not a podcast, it's the radio.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, he's on the radio. Whereas podcasting is streaming online, right? hmm But for me, I mean podcast in a weird way changed my life, who I am, in a way where Um I think when you get into your cycle of working every day and you're around the same people and you go home and you're around the same people and you might not even know it, but you're getting the same personalities all the time. Like I didn't realize that you never hear many different opinions where I think I can start to, I don't want to say wear on you, but it's not a good thing. You want to branch out mentally. Sure. So, Listening to podcasts for me, the different people, especially the ones I listened to would have, I mean, you had geologists on, you had comedians, other podcasters, whatever it was. But I was hearing different views and different opinions on things that I wouldn't hear from other people, mm-hmm. whether it may be something small, like a, a bit from a comedian that caused an uproar, like Louis C.K. or Daniel Tosh. Or it might be something on abortion. But when you hear so many different opinions on that, it helped me play devil's advocate with myself. You know? Sure. you know,
1: I think that's only healthy. It's only a healthy thing to do.
0: You know, keeps yourself in check. Yeah. Like I always say, if you got an issue, it'd be like when you buy a brand new car, you get out, you walk around it, you check it out. And it's hard to do that if you're biased about the situation. But you know what I mean? I, all having
1: this. having different perspectives.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the key. Take in as much information as you can to form your own opinion.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know what I mean? You want to hear all sides. What got me, and I've said this before, there's a lot of reasons I feel podcast changed who I am. The one, if one stuck out in my head, it would be Brandon Schauble's on Joe Rogan. And uh, if anybody doesn't know who he is, he's a UFC fighter. He started playing football. Yeah. And
2: Brendan, Brendan Schaub is the UFC fighter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows who Joe Rogan is pretty much.
0: Yeah. And he started out as a football player and then got into MMA. Brendan Schaub did. So he got really far on his athletics. Well, at some point that only gets you so far in the UFC. So when he got to, the top 10 or the top five, he was getting beat and he was getting beat bad. And Joe and him are close friends. Even, I mean, it was outside the UFC. They was friends. And I remember one podcast where Joe sat Brendan down. And I guess it was Brendan's idea to talk about it on the podcast, but he wasn't sure how it was going to go. So he saw, or he sat, sorry, Brendan down. And, uh, Basically said, like, look, man, this is not for you. You have – he said, I love you. You're one of my best friends. You have other ways of making money that probably more than you make in the UFC. And there's no reason to take that brain damage. He asked – I remember he asked Brendan Schaub. You probably heard it, Russell. Where he said, how do you think you'd do against Cain Velasquez, who at the time was that probably number one heavyweight. And Schaub said, I think you'd be surprised. Joe said, I think you'd be surprised. I think you'd get your ass beat. And (laughs) I mean, that's hard. But that showed me like, oh, that's what a friend does. Mm -hmm. A friend tells you when you're wrong and a friend looks out for your best interest when you're not looking out for your best interest. Right. keeps, Keeps you in check. Yeah. Just something like that changed, you know, my view on. Like I said, how I view friends, and then it started as that, that podcast made me evaluate my circle. And would my friends do that? Like, do I have friends that would put my best interest at heart? And, I mean, I was surprised at how many I could pick out of my circle and be like, ah, that one's no good. Now I don't want that one in there. How many do you think you've
1: cut from your circle since you've had that enlightenment?
0: I can count four that were very close who I really don't talk to anymore. Not that I don't want to. I mean, there's other issues. You have kids. They don't have kids. You know what I mean? Once you have kids, Russell knows it's you're doing kid shit. Yeah,
2: kind of. <laughs> I mean, it, it definitely changes things. It definitely, for one reason or another, you end up with those friends that don't have kids and it's, it's like, okay, like it's hard to hang out? out Friday night. Yeah, like, you know, I'm at home with the kids. Yeah,
0: my All ladies right. and I got kids. Yeah,
2: so yeah. you can't go out, and eventually, some of those friends are like, "Well, to hell with him." Yeah, I'm going out. Russ can't go out. They quit asking. You quit talking, and it's like, man,
0: it always, it always seems like it's your fault though. Like, you know what I mean? Kind if they of, don't, yeah. yeah, it does. Kind where of, it's yeah. like, dude, I got three girls, and they got soccer practice on Saturday. I can't do nothing on Saturday. It's not your fault that you're a responsible
1: parent. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, it's all about priorities. I, it's easier to go out and party when you ain't got no. Priorities. Re, no responsibilities. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I had a lot of friends that like still lived at home and I'm already
0: getting a house and have kids and. I mean, yeah, you got to put those priorities. I remember yeah. not having kids and having a couple friends that did and. Which we kept talking, but I remember thinking out like, "Wow, they don't want to hang out anymore." Yeah. But then once, like, what the heck, man? Just get a babysitter. Yeah. Once I yeah, had it's not kids, that easy. No.
2: Like no. especially when you got three of them. Yeah, like, re- it's hard to find somebody to watch three kids at times.
0: Yeah, and I mean, people who have kids will understand. You don't leave your kids with just anybody. No. No, I no. I can maybe count like two one people. Person. You know what I mean? Two people. I'd let watch my kids. You yeah. know what I mean?
2: Well, yeah, we got two people.
0: Yeah, we yeah, got to. But what do, what do you think, Spence? I, have you I, evaluated I, your circle yet? He, he's one of those like no kid people. So he, he kind of left our conversation. This yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is not really
1: something I have to worry about. No,
0: I mean, to evaluate in your circle.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, to, you know, being out of high school, definitely, you, you fall out of touch with a lot of people. And the ones who stick around are the ones you know that have your best interests in mind. Yeah. I think, you know, if you feel if you know that they're worth keeping a relationship with, you'll keep that relationship with, and vice versa, they'll feel the same way.
0: Yeah. It's It's important to have the right people around you because that's what gets you through life. Where you I don't think you should ever do it alone. And I, I know a lot of people go through life alone and it's i it's not something they want to do, and not everybody has the opportunity to have the right people around you. but to me, that is the most important thing in life being healthy and surrounded by the right people, because when you get out of the right mindset, they tend to put you back in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean right. like it's that's how i mean it could be little things where we go to lunch, hey. Uh, I don't got money right now. I got you, man. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? To big things like, hey, something's happening or, hey, I'll be right there. I'll give you a hand. Yeah. You know, there's certain people. That's the people you need around you.
1: Right. And, you know, the the funny thing is we can all, at least the three of us, can all recall an instant where we've had to do that for each other.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's. I think
2: it's happened quite a bit here lately. (laughs) Yeah. Times times are tough. That's good though, you know. That's yeah.
0: And it's weird because that didn't start for me until we started working together. Like I didn't get that at other places. Mm-hmm. You know, I got it with friends, but right now, this not to talk about my job because I'm sure nobody gives a shit. But <laughs> it's the most. I like everybody there. You know what I mean? It's. Not everybody's cool and I wouldn't hang out with everybody outside of work. But I've never walked into work and wanted to fist fight somebody. So, I got to give that props.
1: <laughs> Russell, yeah, can man. you say the same thing? <laughs> I know Russell has it.
2: <laughs> I haven't wanted to fist fight anybody, but there's a, there's a few people that I, I don't I beg to deal differ. You've told me <laughs> a handful of times. Uh, no. i I might say that I would like to it's somebody here and there but
0: i wouldn't my job's more important than anybody else yeah you gotta but that in a nutshell is what made us want to start a podcast something just to put out there and it's something i'm passionate about and it seems it'd be a lot harder than i thought it would be listening to them you know what i mean <laughs> Now, what attracted you, I'm curious, because I've never really listened to him, but what attracted you to Howard Stern?
1: Well, it's, uh, my dad got me into him. Really? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I have a slew of mental issues and anytime I would fall down into a rut, he we would go for a drive, we would talk and we'd listen to Howard Stern. And just, I remember listening to, uh, Sal and Richard's prank phone calls and laughing my ass off at them. <laughs> At some yeah. of the darkest times in my life, they, you know, that show is able to bring a smile to my face and, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that in some weird way.
0: I feel like I owe Howard Stern. Yeah. To say that who, that's who gets you out of your rut is Howard Stern. That explains a lot, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I love it. Um, Podcast to, I can't think of another avenue in entertainment where you're going to get those kind of honest opinions. Can you? Like, you're not getting it on the Tonight Show. No.
2: Because the Tonight Show is just giving you what the majority of people want to hear. Yeah. I mean, and what they, they want to see.
0: They know what they're going to uh, say. Yeah. But when you have somebody on a podcast and while well, you're listening to one and you're listening to one, two, three hour podcast where they're just having a conversation uninterrupted. You get to know somebody a little bit. Yeah, You get to know them
1: differently in yes. a different light. You yeah. see them on a human level rather than like a business level, which, yeah. cause I mean, let's face it, you know, the, when you see it on TV and stuff, they're, they're pr- usually, yeah. For Excuse me.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're selling. Yeah. They're selling something. It's I I can't think of another avenue, of, sorry, avenue of entertainment where you're gonna get that. Maybe in movies, but it's not yeah, but in movies you're watching somebody as a character. Yeah. You're still not
2: really getting them.
0: Yeah, it's not their honest I opinion. Mean,
2: even when you got somebody that's kinda of basically playing themselves in a movie, you're there's still acting. There's yeah. still
0: not really them on a complete level. Yeah, you're you're not gonna know Tom Hardy the best unless he sits down and talks for three hours, right?
1: And I can say that from like Ben Shapiro, watching his interview on yes. Joe Rogan. I mean, yes. I can't stay I couldn't stand him, and a lot of the things he stood for. But really, really, yeah. Well, you him, mean you couldn't stand him after the podcast, or you couldn't stand him before, before. the before? And I mean, I still disagree with him, but. I've softened up to him now that I know his upbringing and know his past and, you know, get to hear more of a human conversation rather than him pushing his political agenda. It, you know, it softens my opinion of him.
0: Yeah. There's boy, we could get on Ben Shapiro and that's going to be two hours in itself of us (laughs) debating. Oh, for sure. And I don't know exactly his stance on. I know a general idea, but, very conservative. Yes. I don't I just actually listened to him yesterday. We are really gonna venture off, but
2: you talk about what you tagged me in.
0: Yeah. Where yeah,
2: I didn't watch all of it. Yeah. I mean I don't I don't know much about Ben Shapiro other than Rogan that podcast. That you tag, I didn't even watch him on Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. Like but, I, I try to squeeze in as much as I can listening to Joe, but I don't always I'm already, like, three episodes behind, and he just came out with three episodes. Yeah. Like. Takes
0: a week off, and then three in a day. Yeah. But. but It's how he, the video Russell's referring to that I showed to him was, there was a young man who was in an audience that Ben Shapiro was at. Are you sure he was a man? Yes. I'm The way he was talking? Yes. Under Ben Shapiro, I can identify him as a male. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what the kid was saying, and I, I, it's something I can't really get into just because I don't have the best knowledge in it, was the kid does not agree that gender and your sexuality are connected. Am I you phrasing mean, that right? Where, I don't think so. Okay, let me rephrase it like this. Your gender and your sex. Yes, your gender and your About sex. Your just because you're a male does not mean you're a male. And that's what the young kid was saying. He was saying, just because I'm a male, but I feel like a female, I'm a female. And Ben Shapiro says, no, you're a male with female tendencies. As much as people don't like to, some people don't like to believe it, 99.9% of people you can look at and identify their gender.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, until you... Have the reassignment surgery. It it is what you got to call it. What you see it, call it how you see it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctors have been doing it for thousands of years. As soon as the baby comes out, oh boy, yeah, boy, girl, whatever it is, you just look between the legs. Yeah, you want to change it, go go
0: right ahead and change it. I have no problem with that. You know, I no problem. I mean, I'll call you whatever you you want to be called, but you got to get it done. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying?
1: Or in the transition of it. Yeah. Because it is a long transition
0: process. Yes. I couldn't imagine having those feelings, you know? I guess I kind of do because I love Adele. Do I yeah. have feminine tendencies? Like, I listen to Adele in the bath with candles lit. Oh, I mean, I'm. No, I don't really. <laughs> I'm joking. That's a joke. But-
2: <laughs> I don't. You probably do. I think everybody I has think their. Probably, I don't think that's your only female tendency. No. Right. <laughs> and,
1: and I think everyone has tendencies of the opposite sex. And the, everyone has their masculine side and their feminine side, both
0: male and female people. Yeah. You ever been around a guy who acts too manly? Like put them. It's obnoxious. Like, drop it a little bit. You know what I mean? We get it. Like you got an ego. Your basic bro. Yeah. Quit beating oh, your chest. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know how we get on Ben Shapiro, but there we were. (laughs) (laughs) What I was saying was like him, we'll we'll go with Ben Shapiro. You would not. Can you think in your daily life where you would meet somebody that would have those views? Probably not. I I don't know anybody in my life. I mean, I,
2: I don't really talk to anybody outside of work most of the time. Exactly. If I do talk to anybody outside of work,
0: it's you guys. Yeah, that's probably 90% of people.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I besides mean, the family.
0: Yeah, they got some friends, some family, but yeah. you got to bring those different views in. And right. Even if I don't agree with them, I want to hear them mm-hmm. because then I know why I don't agree with them. Like, Ted, take Ted Nugent. I cannot stand Ted Nugent. I'm not saying I don't like some of the songs. I do. But him as a person... I almost disagree with completely about everything. Yeah. And
1: like I said, it's all about perspective. You got to be able to put yourself into their shoes and see why they may think that way.
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, a, a lot of it probably stems from their upbringing, which I believe allegedly, and I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I believe most of what you do stems from your upbringing and more your DNA. Where I know, I know a buddy who didn't know his dad, but acted exactly like his dad. And I met him with his dad when we were older. So when I met his dad, I was like, "That is your fucking dad." I mean, you can't—he's exactly like you. You guys look exactly like you, act exactly like. How that is when you didn't grow up together, I don't know, but that's in your DNA. I'm you so <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But drinking soda, yeah there's um what I was getting to is that's what podcasts offer for me that's why I love it and that's why I want to put one out there because I'm not saying I have the best opinions on things but I can change my opinion very easy depends what it is I mean everybody has their bias I hate country music I will never like country music It's wrong with you country music's the best, so is sleeping with your Never mind.
1: But <laughs> it's not.
0: <laughs> I have no problem with country music. Yeah, but w- you listen to outlaw I, country music. I've never walked past and you got Kenny Chesney on. I'll listen to Kenny Chesney. You son of a bitch. I will
2: listen to anything that sounds good, basically. It doesn't it's, whether it's country, rock. There's, I, there's only a few things that I can't do classical. You I, monster. What? I love you know like Mason no, Williams?
0: I, like no, I like some classical gas. I like gas words. You know, yeah. <laughs> I but, think he
1: means classical music, like Beethoven. Yeah.
0: Is Mason Williams not classical? I'm, I'm not familiar classical with Classical gas? Him. You know that song if I played it for you. But that, where was we at? I don't know. With Oh, country music. That's yeah. one reason I don't like country music is because their opinions don't change. Every country music star feels exactly the same about their country, about their flag, about their truck. It's it's the bigger the truck, the bigger the penis. <laughs> yeah. It's it's no different <laughs> than when they were popping out boy bands in the 90s. <laughs> it just lasted a lot longer.
1: Especially this new era of bro country. Yeah, where it's I mean, it's all about your truck. Find yourself a dirt road and then there's a little pond and you cast your fishing line in and you got your girl sitting on the tailgate with a cold beer.
0: Yeah, let's not talk about the promoting of drinking and driving they do. But we want to get into that. That's
1: yeah, out. you're right. I never really thought of
2: it. Yeah.
0: Like, They're not the only ones that promote drinking and driving. Well, you shouldn't promote it at all
1: no. though. That's well, yeah. like, no.
2: No. Well, like the business has a song called Drinking and Driving. The whole song is
0: Drinking and driving It's so much fun <laughs> I bet Dr. Dre never Promoted drinking and driving No he promotes what? Smoking and driving uh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> It's no Sipping on gin and juice Oh yeah He yeah. wasn't driving though Was he? Rolling down the street in my, yeah Smoking and though Sipping on gin and juice <laughs> Drinking it's, and driving And smoking
0: It's that That's Oh he was <laughs> yeah, That's even worse It's that I think mean, that Closed mindset that... Am I wrong? That country has a closed mindset?
2: Uh, probably the majority of the time. I would say
1: now it does. You know, back in its heyday with, like, Dolly Parton. Isn't that her name? And... Uh, yeah. Conway Twitty, you know. Yeah. The songs had a little more meaning
2: to them. Yeah. Now it all feels so forced. So commercial. you make it seem like you got, like... Five people writing all the songs and you got like a hundred people begging over which one's going to sing what. And yeah. they pretty much like all come out the same. I mean, the majority of the people, how many songs can
0: you write before they all start sounding the same? Well, that's how you can tell when um, somebody like writes she... their own music. Yeah, Because, not to bring up Adele again, I love her, she writes her own music. For yeah. the most part writes well, I mean, all her songs. There's a lot
2: of people that write all their own music, but there's a lot of people that just write or sing what was written for them. Yeah. And have no hand in the writing process at all. Yeah, where... Which then it's almost like, you're, are you really even that talented? Like, I feel like if if I had a brilliant team behind me writing all Excuse my me. music for me, all my lyrics for me, and all I had to do was get up there and sing it... They still have the voice. I could be just as big as them. Yeah, they still have the voice. Well, I mean, it depends
0: on what type of music you're into yeah yeah i mean some people i mean yeah that's true like if you look at beyonce i could be wrong but i believe it was brought up her last album had 20 writers yeah i don't think she's near as
2: talented as what everybody thinks she is
0: no but she has an amazing voice and some people even if they had an amazing voice it's it's also about being popular and some people are yeah, not going to be as popular as... No, you've got to have the image that everybody wants to see. Sex is what sells.
2: Yeah. yeah too. If you and don't you have sex appeal,
1: as, you don't have a chance. Yeah,
2: People don't want to admit it, but that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Sex sells. <laughs> sex sells better than anything else.
1: Yeah. Excuse me.
0: You got a crappy movie. Put, Put a hot some new in scenes
2: it. in it. Put a hot chick in it. That's what they do. 99% of guys are going to go watch it.
0: Yeah. You ever watch a movie and there's no hot chick in it? Yeah. I'm like, this is so weird. It's a waste of my time. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of movies, you guys seen any good movies lately? I just seen The Dark Phoenix. Not to I get any horror reviews. Yet. Oh, you haven't? I guess I probably shouldn't spoil it for. Me? Anybody. Yeah. yeah you, <laughs> you haven't watched
2: it. That um, is like my, my thing. Don't spoil a Marvel movie for me. You want to watch a DC movie and tell me all about it and spoil it for me? I don't care.
0: I'm not. You're
2: squeaking. I
1: know. It's my chair. I'm
0: sorry. Creep. Yeah, I better not spoil that. But to go back to where we was, that's, to me, what makes a podcast special, even though I've said that probably three times already. It's the ability to get different opinions. I almost feel there's a podcast for everybody, you know, whether it's, and I know I keep mentioning Joe Rogan, but I mean, if you, if you he's, like to,
2: he's probably the most active, Well, he's probably yeah. the easiest to watch. He's the biggest. I mean, I I mainly started listening to him because I wanted to get more information when he does the MMA shows.
0: Yeah. Oh, you mean his yeah, his MMA show, and then it led on to
2: yeah, that's what I started out wanting to watch. I I started out watching some of the Cerrone ones,
0: Stromboli. Yeah, Stromboli. (laughs) Yeah, that's. Um. (laughs) Sorry, that was my phone. Let's silence ourselves. Mine's on vibrate.
2: I said that before we started.
0: Oh, on media, yes. That, props Profs to the new soundboard. That, but uh, there's certain ones, like, you don't have to listen to Joe. A lot of people's not going to agree with that, but if you like to learn things, I urge people to type in stuff you should know. Even
2: more than that, even if there's just something that you want to know more about.
0: Yeah, I don't mean.
2: Like, I mean, I started watching Joe, and then, I mean, talking to you, you, I mean, I
0: started to listen to a little bit of The Fighter and the Kid. Yeah, that's, and I don't mean in a general, don't type in Stuff You Should Know, like, I mean, that's the name of the podcast, Stuff You Should Know.
2: Well,
1: I yeah. know Russell's, like, really big onto this Viking history podcast. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was really into it, and then the last two episodes that I listened to were, kind of not really so much about Vikings. The one ended up being about a game coming out. And I guess it's the Total War games. Does it involve Vikings? They're on PC. The new one coming out does. It does actually, as, as much as I'm like, I didn't really enjoy listening to it because I wanted to learn about Vikings. I ended up still kind of enjoying listening to it because it made me want to play the game.
0: Yeah, that's, But I don't want to buy same a podcast?
2: PC. Yeah, it's the same podcast. They just ventured into that. Yeah, he had a guy come on. And these Total War games, I guess there's a whole bunch of them. They were talking... They've been playing the Total War games since they were kids. I've never heard of them. But they've got a new one coming out. It's Total War Thrones of Britannia. and It's only for PC? Yeah. Um, but I guess basically you can play... As, just trying to figure, like, how they put it. Um, like, you can play as the Vikings and go raiding and trying to take over parts of Ireland and England. You could play, but, it, I mean, it takes place before it was even England. Like, there's actually a lot of history in the game, too. Really? Where it's- it starts out where you got Northumbria and... That's the only territory that I can think of off the top of my head. I wonder how accurate it is. Before England was England, there was like five or six different territories. Where it was, it was I mean, still basically England, but they didn't all combine and turn into England yet. Yeah. And I mean, they talked about even you could play from one of those territories and you can gradually take over all of England and join it and turn it into England. And then if you manage to do that, there's like an end game event that happens that I can't remember what it was, but it's a major thing in history. Once England became England,
0: somebody attacked. See, I like anything. Even if I watch a documentary, that's a show, like the show of the Vikings. There has to be some, I want to learn something. I know that sounds, I'm not going to say weird, but I like some education. You know, I want If you're doing a show, I understand you're not going to be 100% accurate, but you can't be 100% off. No. You know, that's one thing I liked about when it comes to learning is stuff you should know where they'll have um, how trampolines work and the beginning origins of a trampoline and which it may sound boring as hell. It was actually pretty interesting. Right. But that just fills me with a lot of, coffee table nonsense so useless <laughs> facts yeah but you
2: never know when useless facts come up yeah like i I tell my old lady all the time when it comes to music and movies most of the time everybody comes to me yeah they're like hey like what's that movie where this happens or that movie that had this actor in it where he was doing this what movie was that i mean will yeah. came up to me at work the other day and was like hey there's i think we were talking about et And he brought up a movie that came out around the same time, and he was looking for it. He wanted to watch it again, but he couldn't remember what the name of it was and kind of briefly described it. I've never even watched this movie, but I'm like, oh, talk about Flight of the Navigator? (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I think that might be it. It's weird. So I looked it up real quick and showed him, and he's like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, yeah, I've never watched it. It's weird yeah, somehow I knew exactly what he was talking about, and it's just that stupid random knowledge that gets stuck into my head. But I can't remember what happened last
0: week. Yeah.
2: Like, what'd you eat? <laughs> I don't what'd know. What'd you eat Monday? Food.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you <don't> remember supper. <laughs> but you know when the fucking Vikings invaded? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did. England I, I not tell you
2: most of the names, because all the names of everything back then was yeah. were ridiculous.
0: Now... While we're all sitting here uninterrupted and we don't have a uh, lunch break to end and get back to work, we touched briefly at lunch about, I just wanted you guys' opinions deeper, about a straight pride parade that they want to throw. Oh, God. I am, well, what we was talking about it. With opinions, it's
1: getting suspenseful.
0: (laughs) That sounds scary, but what we debate could get scary. Yeah, what we was taught. I mean, we brought up having different opinions and seeing it from different angles, and I think all three of us might have a different opinion on it. Not we some might agree more with others, but let me touch people up. What's going on is Boston, while there's three guys in Boston who want to permit a straight pride parade where they have a parade, just like they have gay pride or gay parades. They want straight pride parade. I think they, they want to throw it in August, but this is uh yeah. August 31st is what they're going for. This is in Boston and the LGBT community. Did I say that right? Yes. Um, they're in an uproar about this. They say straight pride, a straight pride parade promotes, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Promotes hetero. Hatred. Hatred, yeah. What's? Heterophobia. Heterophobia, yeah. Let's say it that way. Or homophobia. Homophobia, yeah. Homophobia. yeah. I'm not afraid of straights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but what is your opinion, Spence? About go to the straight... gay man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't <laughs> want to say to the gay man, but what is your opinion? Because yeah,
1: well, you go ahead. I mean, have your parade, but you really have nothing to take pride in, considering what you believe—or I shouldn't say what you believe—but your orientation's been the social norm for since the beginning of time. You've never been persecuted against. You've never been discriminated against.
0: Okay, I thought we would disagree, and we exactly agree one hundred percent. Well, I mean, you can have it. You, I mean, there's freedom of speech. You have to, as long as you're not promoting. You hate. can have it, but you're but gonna look no like a, you're gonna look like an idiot. Yeah, it's uh, like somebody feels left out here. That's oh, what I'm getting. I'm
1: sorry, you have to feel that
0: way. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to allow it because freedom of speech. I mean, there's no reason
1: to be in an uproar. It doesn't promote heterophobia or heterophobia. why do I keep saying that? <laughs> <Yeah>. Homophobia. <laughs> we were... Oh, that's Fucking right. with yeah. you the other day right, about being a, a heterophobe. Yeah, I am a heterophobe. I forgot. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Fuck both Which, of you guys. If
0: anybody doesn't know, if you meet um, a straight person and you really want to upset them, call them a breeder. <laughs> that, that
2: is according to Google,
0: is the most offensive thing you could call a straight guy. <laughs> Yeah, not a piece (laughs) of shit, not a worthless fodder, a fucking breather. Yep. What's your opinion, (laughs) Russell?
2: On the straight pride parade? Yeah. I don't see a problem with it. Why? Yeah. I mean, no matter what, I mean, as long as they're not preaching
0: hate, they just want to
2: together have a straight pride parade.
0: Okay, let me... let, Let me word this different for you guys. How do you feel about... Being proud of being straight.
1: You can't ask me that.
2: <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. Do you. F- I don't know. I, I feel like. You, I don't know. I feel like if you can be proud to be gay, you can be proud to be straight. Sure, you can. Yeah. It doesn't mean you hate the other.
1: Let me put it into perspective, though, from yeah, like my point of view. I agree with that. You know,
2: I was somebody who. I, I mean,
1: I fucking hated myself because I knew I had homosexual feelings and I just. I tried my best. I lived in such denial about it that, you know, it it really brings you down. You lose all your self-confidence and finally being able to take that weight off my shoulders has been, you know, so revealing and so relieving. And I'm very proud of that. I'm proud that I overcame that and I'm proud that I can finally accept myself for who I am.
0: Yes, I see the difference. Because we
1: live in a world where it's so... It's still kind of taboo.
0: Not everyone's warmed up to it. Yes, I think it's where we live. Definitely. We kind of live nowhere. Big cities are more open. It's getting better. But to me, that's... It's not saying you're proud to be gay. I would say you're proud you became gay. And you let... Well, you were gay, but proud that you You put it out there. That (laughs) is... I've... I have other gay friends, and it went easy for some, and some it didn't, and I could not imagine being in that position, and it would take a lot of courage to come out. I don't think it would for me, because I have amazing- I suspected it anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody would be surprised, but I have amazing <laughs> parents, and I believe if I was, they'd be okay with it. My dad, for a second, like, what the fuck, but he'd be all right. You know,
1: mm-hmm. my dad wasn't surprised. This really? is exactly yeah. what he says. He's like, I'm not surprised. <laughs>
2: Good eye, dad. That makes it easy. The, you yeah. Know? That would almost make you feel like, like, what the foot? Like you couldn't have told me.
1: Well, that was the thing when I, <laughs> I, I called him cause he wasn't home. After. Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> when I, I, when I came out to you guys, that's what got the ball rolling. And then I called him cause he wasn't home when I got home from work. It was so hard for me to to say it. And it's still kind of, I still feel weird when I say I'm gay to people. It's, it's, you know, cause you don't know how they're going to
0: take it. No. Yeah, it would be, it could be anything too. Is that the, besides your, besides your father, was that the first time you came out with yeah. us at lunch? Yes. That was the longest two seconds of my life. Because (laughs) I believe I have a great eye for pointing out gay people and I didn't suspect you at all, at all. And when you said, I'm gay, I was like, I had to collect my thoughts for a second.
1: I mean, it was up until that day I was forcing myself to be with women in order to try to suppress those feelings, but it's just, you
0: can't. No, no.
1: It's who you are. It's your genetics. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I <clears throat> I mean that to me is something to be proud of because that took courage. I I tend to see the word pride in a weird way as and I'm going to I'm going to take a small George Carlin bit here. But pride is something you obtain. Which you wouldn't say you're proud to be 59. You wouldn't say you're proud to you know, be white, because, which some people might disagree with that, but pride (laughs) is something you obtained. If you had, like, say, I'm proud to be American. That to me is a little weird, because your parents had sex here, and you were born here. You had no control over it. Guess what? If your parents had sex in England, you would have been born in England, unless you came over before, you know, your mom had birth, but do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You had no control yeah, over right. that. Pride is something, a goal you set in a pain is something you're proud of.
1: Well, is it fair then that pride doesn't apply in this case either because you had no control over your genetics?
0: What do you mean? As being gay? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, I would never say I'm proud to be gay. I would say I'm proud I became gay. You, yeah, I follow you. Fall see the it difference, yeah. The courage in that. But I. I believe it's in your genetics because I know people who were gay since the day they were born because their first words had a gay accent. Is that offensive, gay accent? Not sure. Do you get what I'm saying, though? You know exactly it, what it, I meant. You probably when just I said offended just half of them. I'm There's sorry, a certain inflection. Because, yeah. Yeah. The
1: stereotype. But it's there. It does you know? tend to be there.
2: And I have. Like I said, about i am I mean, well, we weren't going to do this, but I don't even care. I don't talk to them. My cousin's one kid. Yeah. Like I mean, like probably like to talk to him beforehand. Hearing him not seeing him he, you'd probably almost say he would sound like me. He had a <clears throat> had a deeper voice, talk normal, whatever. He's a bigger guy. Graduates high school, decides, "Eh, I I think I might be gay." I don't know. Dabble in both. Eventually, decides he's gay. I talked. I seen him the first time in probably six, seven years the other day. I bump into him at Walmart, and he comes up first thing. Hey, how you doing? I'm like, I haven't seen you in for so long. And, and he, I'm like, whoa. He didn't talk like that before? No, he didn't talk like that before. How old
0: was he before? He
2: didn't talk like that until he came out. How old was he before? Oh... Uh, I've had to have seen him when he was about sixteen, seventeen. Okay, so he's got a like, voice pretty developed.
0: much an adult. Yeah, yeah. You you hear? He's got a manlier voice. Yeah,
2: but at the
1: same time, you know, maybe that's it was all a facade.
0: You're saying he deepened his voice for sixteen years to cover? I, I don't know. I I'm much trying. The other to, way maybe, huh?
1: I'm trying to play devil's advocate. I like it. That's <laughs> what we need.
0: Yeah, that is a weird way because yeah, I mean, what I've seen is nothing, nothing bad about him being gay. Whatever. No, even like, talking you, like yeah, that. He, no, wants it's just,
2: gay, he wants to be gay. Wants to be gay. You want to talk like that? You want to talk like that? that but don't changed.
0: change. No, from what I've heard, that's like, from day one. Yeah, where I, mean, I
2: feel like, oh, I'm gay. I gotta talk like this now. Yeah. No, like
0: be yourself. Yeah, that's. Which, not to get back to you, Spence, but I think that's what threw me off so much. Is I'm not the stereotype. <laughs> no. no, you don't even. You call me gay half the time. I know. You know? <laughs> it's you know it is, but it's just something I wanted to touch. One. That's
1: I, that's what I said to Mike when he said we were leaving at noon today. It's like oh, that's fucking gay.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. And then people
0: don't know how to react. They're right. Like, oh, do I laugh? Or, yep. You know where it's.
2: Well, this, come over and. <laughs> I come over and talk to you all the time and I can't help it. But there will be something that says and I look over at you and I'm like, dude, you're so gay. My old and then lady Spencer's like it. three feet away from me and I just look over like I'm sorry. Well and like normally no, you drop just you what you drop the out. F word yeah. when you do that. Ah, yeah, yeah, I do sometimes.
0: Yeah. It just rolls off the tongue so nice. It's Man. like the word retard. I do not like that word. It's a it's I find it a little offensive, not to me, but You're talking about a group of people who cannot defend themselves. I'm not going to say can't, but you're talking about a group of people who never organize to defend themselves to get that word stopped like other people, you know, whatever word it is. They just don't do that. And it's not a word I like to use, but it rolls off the goddamn tongue so easy.
2: Well, that's because you know? we grew up in a time where it wasn't so offensive. No, it didn't mean that. Like, I actually, it that's did just mean that. Like, well, yeah, it did mean that. But nobody took offense to it when we were younger. And everybody was running around like, oh, my God, that's retarded.
0: Yeah. Like, now, all of a sudden, of everybody
2: all the, gets so offended about
0: everything all the time anymore. I could get that where that's the one word that's said. Like, saying the word fag. When I said that as a kid, I didn't mean gay. I mean, you're being stupid. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I could see how that would be offensive to someone gay. But when you call somebody a, a, a retard, you mean exactly that. You're yeah. retarded. Yeah. Quit. You're being slow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, which uh, I, I get cringy when I hear it. And you know what I mean? It, it, words, it all means the context of the word. That's yeah. what matters. I don't believe in bad words. I believe in bad context, how you meant that word. But do you think
1: the same attitude could be applied to this straight pride parade? It's more about context rather than what it's supposed to stand for.
0: It is exactly they, out there because I would guarantee those three people. I'm not going to say they're um, homophobic but they have a problem with gay pride parades. Is the only reason you would throw a straight pride parade. Probably. You know, in that sense, I was just curious on uh, that, because I was reading more about it today. I seen it pop up on my newsfeed and figured we'd get opinions on it. I was wondering though, not to switch subjects real fast, but if we got any fight fans out there, we got, well, one, Good fight this weekend. I can't say yeah, that because.
2: Kind of, well, yeah. Hanato, fight I think
0: I'll turn Renato my mic off for this portion. Fighting. <laughs> Moikano. Moikano fighting the Korean zombie is going to be amazing, but it's yeah. not to Why do I hard. always
2: have to be the one to, to,
0: to correct you on people's names? Because if I'm not learning Mage. your name, if you don't get in the top 10, <laughs> like Magomed Sharipov. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. He's in the top 10. But we have. Not us, but BKFC, the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, Saturday, 9 o'clock, is Pauly Majinati, who most people might remember him. Malignaggi. Yeah. I don't
2: know. He's got a goofy name, too.
0: Might remember him. He was a boxing champion, IBF, I believe, IBC, boxing champion, Uh, years ago. He retired, but he's fighting Artem Loval, the Russian hammer. I call him the GOAT. And bare knuckle. A lot of
2: people call him the goat. Yeah. Don't know why.
0: Now, because he's the greatest of all time.
2: But. What's he done? I mean, not that I don't like him. Yeah.
0: I like him. But what's he done? Fights the hardest challenges. That's his name, damn it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But for just a background. I think it started as a joke. Yeah. Ardem is just a background on the fight. Most people. Don't know that Ardem is one of Conor McGregor's best friends. The, the reason this fight came about is Pauly was sparring Conor McGregor for Conor's match with boxing match with Floyd Mayweather. And he came in, thought it was going to be a light sparring session. It went a little harder. And Conor's camp released a couple photos of Paulie getting dropped. He denied it, even though there was photos. But Well, there was also video, too. Yeah. and oh,
2: he pushed me down. That was a push. That wasn't a
0: knockdown. Yeah. I understand Paulie's point. Like, you get in there and you sign, a, I don't know, some kind of, I don't want to call it a confidential agreement, but some kind of agreement. He might have broke that. Like, you're not supposed to release stuff. That's a golden rule in gyms. Well, Connor did. And it caused an uproar with Pauly. Oh, that happened, what, two, three years ago, that fight? And maybe yeah, two? In it's been a while now. Pauly still talks about that. Well, Artem, if you remember Conor McGregor, if you heard about him attacking a bus with Habib Norma Gamedov on it, Conor attacked the bus with Artem because Habib Habib had his we'll say Posse backstage, and Artem walked by. Now, this is their UFC fighters, if anybody doesn't know. And they kind of confronted Artem. Khabib slapped him, which, you're fighters. That shit kind of happens, and that was that. Well, Conor heard about it. And just let me say this. I don't mm-hmm. think I have one friend who would go, wait, somebody slapped you? I'm going to fly from England, or I'm going to fly from Ireland in a plane with a group full of people, and we're going to attack those fuckers. That is a friend. So, what happens is... Habib's on the bus, getting a bus to get ready to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Connor comes up with some people, and they with attack the some bus. Some people? Yeah, he... There had to have been, what, like 20 of them? Yeah, I don't know.
2: There 10, was a bunch five, of them. Five. <laughs> there was more than five.
0: He throws a dolly at the bus window. Well, to get Habib off. Throws a dolly, attacks the bus... Some people in there had, they want to say PTSD. It was a bad trauma. They were scared. I understand. Um, I really want to be biased and say it was Khabib's fault for not getting off the bus. Because if he would have got off the bus, he wouldn't have threw the dolly at the window. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not saying he was scared, but he was scared. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyways, um, long story short, Artem was with Connor. You've seen how good a friend they was. Paulie understood if I want to get to Connor, I got to get through Artem. Yeah, I said Paulie. It was Artem was with Connor, and Paulie understood I'm going to get Artem. So, to wrap it all around, we got Saturday, 9 o'clock, BKFC. It's Paulie Majinati fights Artem Lovolf. And Lovolv. Yeah. Bob. It's. It is a boxing match, but it's not a 100% boxing match because you allow dirty boxing, which for some people that don't know what that means, you're allowed to clinch. Where in boxing, if you come together, you get split up. All you got to do is hug. Well, in this, if you clinch up, there's a good chance you're getting uppercutted in the face. So it's a lot harder to get away when somebody can snag you and grab you like that. And Paulie is known to break his hands. It happens all the time with gloves on. So he has his hands wrapped, and he has, I'm going to say 14-ounce. It's probably the lowest, 12-ounce. Maybe I wouldn't say one under 12-ounce gloves. Probably 14. And his hands wraps, and he's breaking his hands. Now he's coming into a bare-knuckle fight, which I do believe they might wrap their hands. They this- do
2: wrap their hands a little bit, but it stops about an inch from the knuckles. Like, it's almost pointless. It's kind of more just wrist support, it seems.
0: Yeah, that, which, so their knuckles are bare, technically. Yep. Yeah, it's wrist support is probably what it is, so they don't roll their wrist. But anybody that's ever hit anything without their hands wraps and gloves on understands that you cannot hit it full force. That's why if you're in a gym and you see some new people come up and they go, hey, I'm going to hit the bag a little bit. And you see them hit the bag and you you see them stop and they're like, Oh, his wrist seems like it hurts. Well, yeah, because you can't punch a bag full force. The misconception that UFC gives and MMA is you can punch full force when their hands are wrapped up. You, You got more bones in your hands. The majority of your bones are probably in your hands and feet than anywhere else in your body. Am I right on that? You went to medical school. You would know, Spence.
2: He didn't go to medical school. Music
0: school. Oh yeah. Starts with an M same thing. But yeah. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> Big difference. Yeah. Um, but bare knuckle, like UFC, they assume those gloves are to protect the other person, those four ounce gloves. Those gloves are so that fighter doesn't break his hands. You're getting no protection for the other person. Well, well, now his hands are gonna be bare. So we got him fighting Artem. With a chance of breaking his hands and not taking anything away from Paulie. If this was a boxing match, Artem's getting lit up every day, twice on Sunday. Paulie could roll out of bed with no training and box Artem and win. But this is not a boxing match. So, I am so enticed for this match. And Connor's supposed to be there. Is
2: he supposed to be there? That's what I heard. I keep seeing things where, is he going to show up? He's got to show up. If
0: he shows up, he jumps in the cage. Ooh. He he jumps in the cage when he's not fighting. You yes. know. I know. Who was it that he jumped in the cage? Ah, oh, that was a Bellatoire, I believe. A Bellatoire event. Fight, yeah. One of his fighters. That guy's was, got
2: a fight coming up too. Yeah,
0: Connor has a small promotion. One of his fighters was fighting, and if I remember right, the ref kinda he called it how he seen it. Connor didn't agree with his call, so Connor jumped up France and slapped the ref. Or no, he pushed him and slapped the security guard. Or did he slap the ref? I
2: can't remember. That was a while ago. Can
0: you do that? Conor can do what he wants. He got no trouble for it. So apparently you can do it.
2: He will apologize to absolutely fucking no one.
0: (laughs) Fucking Mm -hmm. nobody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But
2: Champ champ does whatever he wants. Exactly.
0: It's a very Conor McGregor heavy podcast. But that fight, I think even if you're not a fight fan, you're going to want to tune into this. It is going to be know. amazing. It will. If it's, it's
2: anything like Artem and Jason Knight was... Oh, my God. That was... That was a bloodbath.
0: Yeah. That
2: was ridiculous. Jason... What? He, Artem knocked two of Jason's teeth out?
0: Yeah. it's and, and Artem is slower. Paul is quicker. But like I said, when your hands are broke, you're going to end up running more than you're hitting. And... I think that's one thing. You heard Joe... Talk about um, he wants to see UFC with no gloves and in like a basketball arena, which I think now I kind of agreed with because you'd get less knockouts. you It would actually hurt the fighters less if you had no gloves because you're going to get punched less. Hands break. You can't punch as hard. But watching the BKFC, I learned it really fucks your face up. Oh, yeah. Like you're not fighting for a while. Were... Nobody fights and is not mangled.
2: Yeah, but it wasn't that long ago that Artem and Jason fought. No. It's only been a couple months. No. Um, Which, I mean, even most of the time, unless you're Donald Cerrone, you can only fight two or three times a year.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they got Thai fighters that would do like three in one night or something like that, but I don't, that's ridiculous. I mean, for fights, that's really... That's all we got. We got, uh, who's fighting? Oh, Chris Lieben, I think in the co-main event. Is... Oh, on um, Barenogle? Yeah. yeah. He's fighting a guy. I want to say his last name Cochran. Johnny Cochran. Uh, no, I'm that was the...
2: Should I already had that pulled up, Rick. I did.
0: Johnny Cochran was the um, lawyer for OJ. Am I right on that? Uh, maybe. Would you just rewind?
1: Uh, I have cricket noises while you
2: you (laughs) find
0: this. (laughs) Oh, that's funny.
2: (laughs) You have too much fun with this soundboard.
0: Yeah, I like it. But yeah, we got Chris (laughs) Lieben is fighting Dakota Cochran. Now, funny story. Dakota Cochran was a gay porn star, but he is not gay. (laughs) Yes, I just learned this. He's not gay. He's done 16 gay movies. Sounds pretty gay. Well, he did it for a living, he said. Mm. He's not gay. Rick, I've heard you say if the money was right. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I've said this before. If the money's right and you don't do it, you're a selfish son of a bitch. Because, selfish. especially if you got a family. But. That's why I have a job. Yeah, he's. I believe <laughs> it was <six. laughs> That way I don't have a job. If he didn't have this him.
2: job, he would
1: be giving a different
0: kind of job. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, That's, I believe it was 16 movies, and I gotta say, it's really making me root for this guy, as much as I love Chris Lieben. He did 16 (laughs) movies, He's, he's ashamed of it, it seems like, kinda doesn't wanna talk about it, he's not gay, but I, you know, I was thinking about it, and not to get into, not to get into it too deep, but... Does it make a difference if you do 16 movies in four years if I hurried up and banked 16 movies out in seven months to make money? Because if he said, okay, if I was like, okay, you did 16 16 gay flicks. Okay, you're not gay. How long did you do them? Uh, It's about five years. Okay, that's, uh, okay. Um.
2: All right. Kind of makes it seem like he enjoyed it a little bit.
0: Yeah. Now, if you're like, look, I'm not gay, man. I just banged out 16 movies in the last six months. I got to pay for this. Th- I get it. I get that. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense to me. <laughs> you know, so I think the variable is how long did you spread these flicks out for? <laughs> right. Because let's be real.
1: Over the course of the five years, if you didn't like it, you'd be looking for another line of work.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, okay. unless you make really good money, I don't know. The real question is was he a top or a bottom? Oh, I'm gonna have to look it up. Pull that shit up, Spence. What? No, we need a guy to pull videos up. Not that we would sit here and watch his videos, but
2: you're gonna pull it up, it's gonna start playing.
0: We gotta research. I'm not getting a virus on my phone. Fuck <laughs> no.
2: This
0: but, is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm due for a new phone anyway. I'll take the rest. What's his look name? It up. Dakota Cochran. Is that a joke? I wonder if he changed his name. Cockman, Cochran? I don't know. Cochran. With an E. Well, maybe he's related to Johnny Cochran. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really rooting for the guy. As much as I love Chris Leap, and he's a hes a UFC vet, but God, I want to see this guy win. Get out of the, out of the fucking movie business, man. <laughs> get some fights under your belt. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's Besides that, I mean, I want to give you guys fight news every week, but we do not have a very fight-heavy week. Now, in the next couple weeks... Ooh, ooh, damn, it's going to be on. Wait, you getting it, Spence? You pulling up movie here? I want to see what he's working with. Like, mm, is this kind of doubt? What's going on here? Of
2: one of your female tendencies there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not to be proud we about
0: Yeah, that kind of wraps up the fight portion of it now a little she said there should wait. be more fight stuff uh, to talk about there's not what's so funny Dude. spence tell us about it
1: oh this video is not available at the moment
0: is it him yeah show me a picture what's he look like right <laughs> Better with this guy expect us a lot yeah. <laughs>
2: anyways, um, hey, we're talking about that. There's Bellator fights, there's UFC fights, oh, bare knuckle.
0: Is Bellator this weekend? No, this I don't think Bellator. it's this weekend.
2: Yes, there's Bellator this weekend too. He is. I he was.
1: It. He was a bottom. He
0: was.
2: Which it? one's him?
0: How do we know which one he is? You can't tell. Oh, he's the fighter. It's I'm gonna say he's the one on the right, right? Everybody's listening to that. <laughs> it's,
2: <laughs> it's, it's why I said you're okay, fine. It it it's average,
0: uh, you know, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, it, it is what it is, but I'm really rooting for this guy. But God, when you're fighting Chris Lieben, I will say he looks very uncomfortable. And yeah. like, I can
1: see it in his eyes. He's just questioning his life choices right now.
0: Okay, so... Wow, he is
1: putting that finger deep in there. (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) We got... I mean, he's got Chris Laban, and to be honest, I don't think he gets past him. Are we going to do some predictions? Who do you got, Pauly or Artem? I want to go with Artem. Are you going with Artem because you want him to win, or you think he's going to win?
2: I'm probably going with Artem because I want him to win. But I don't know. What if Pauly wins? And then Connor's like, "Okay, now I gotta delete my search search history." (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: Uh, yeah, I want Artem to win. Safe bets, Polly's gonna take it, but you can't always go with with the safe. What do you
2: think the odds that Connor and Polly will actually fight?
0: Very, very good. If really, if Polly comes out of this and wins and beats Artem, it's—I bet you it happens. Well, you know what? You think it's gonna happen bare knuckle or no? No, have to do something. No, else? um. It, I think it all depends if he wins. First of all, Conor is definitely. We'll see him. We'll see Conor McGregor in the octagon again before he does anything else. But also fighting Pauly, I might take back my statement. and Say that doesn't happen, because I think he's got five fights he signed up. He signed a new contract with UFC and it was a five or six fight uh, deal, which okay. he'd have to abide by. So the only way he's getting a poly fight is if the UFC allows him. Because if, when you're on a contract, you're only doing what they like with the UFC, um, with uh, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, wasn't he on contract then? Yeah, but UFC allowed it. That's why it was why UFC. And they allow him to fight poly. UFC and Conor McGregor promotions or McGregor promotions, whatever they call it. Like, I
2: didn't notice any UFC promotion on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They I are know Dana there. was with him the whole step of the way.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. What are we
1: gonna title this video now? I mean, I'm, I'm really, I really think if we want to grab attention, we'll just title it "gay porn." Well,
0: I, I was What's, gonna go with the punk oh. and the hippie one.
1: Well, that works too. Yeah. You know. But we got to have a subtitle then, like as are to you? what what we talk about.
0: A little um, bit of everything. We'll figure it out. Getting yeah. started. Getting started. Yeah. I just
1: that—that's a real good buzzword if we want to grab attention yeah. right yeah. out yeah. of the gate.
0: Yeah, but I want like people to <laughs> click on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Carry on. It's, um, yeah. I don't. Connor I think he wanted that. The UFC wanted that to happen. I think they didn't understand how big Conor can get and they had a they got a guy now who does what he wants in a way where i'm saying i'm not saying they're not the boss anymore but they have a guy they want and almost need to fight so if it's not what he wants he goes i just want to fight i got millions of dollars I'll sit right here i got i'm selling whiskey yeah. I mean, so mean basically like, no. he does what he wants yeah so no no wait 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 like, i do not think they allow him to fight polly really i maybe but he'd have to have a get get, get a couple fights in the ufc first
2: Probably, but I mean, Polly's not going to be able to fight after Artem bashes half his face in. Yeah, if that happens.
0: Well, no, if Artem wins. Dude, he's going to land some
2: punches. Yeah. He's going to
0: fuck him up. It'll be a while. Connor's still got, Connor's going to get the f- winner of Nate and Pettis. I would bet money on it. Really? The winner of that will be the next person to fight That's Conor McGregor. That's a good
2: welterweight, though. Yeah,
0: 170. They're both 155ers. But I bet you it'll be, what I'm talking about is Nate Diaz versus Anthony Pettis. And I want to say it's a month from now. Less than a month.
2: I looked it up the other day. It's at 2.41 or 2.42. It's two or three months away. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got a little ways before we see Diaz and Pettis.
0: Yeah, so the winner of that, I would bet, fights Connor. But besides that, I mean, that kind of wraps up fight news. Other than just what we want to see. Yeah, which we can talk about the closer it gets. Yeah. Now, I figured to end the podcast, I wanted to do a little fun. I don't want to call it fun fact because I don't like that, but call it blowing your mind, which is weird. Figuring just what we just did played. But uh, <laughs> did you fucking know? But I learned this and not too long ago, and it surprised the hell out of me. Simple, basic, general fact. But did you know a Tyrannosaurus Rex, if you wrote out a timeline of dinosaurs and people and the earth, a T Rex is closer to us than it is a stegosaurus now growing up we watched land before time and those two were together like peanut butter and jelly all the goddamn time but then to find out but, <laughs> it was like what that was the that's if song, you even wasn't
1: it? The stegosaurus?
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was that was first The spike the dinosaur yeah she Spike. Didn't talk. exactly
2: I still own all the Land Before Time movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like 14 of them now.
0: Yeah. It's, they're good. They are. I still mm-hmm. watch them. Try to get the kids to watch them. They won't watch them unless they're the new ones. Yeah. Huh? It's good. <laughs> but it blew my mind. I mean, when I looked it up, dinosaurs were around for 145 million years, which is a huge difference compared to us. Which I would go, I could be wrong, and I'm probably being generous. I want to say 250,000 years we've been around people, homo sapiens, 200,000. I don't know. I don't know. Now, compared to 145 million, we haven't even had that. But to think that a T-Rex is closer to us than a stegosaurus absolutely blew my mind. Yeah. The same with Cleopatra. I envisioned her snapping a whip at slaves and building a pyramid. And she's closer to the iPhone than she is the building of the pyramid. Yeah. Pyramids were built five, six thousand years before her. She was born in 63 BC and died in 30 BC. Now, it's just, just interesting little facts like that, that I find interesting that pop in my head. Once in a while, uh, for some reason, do not let me forget. You were very close, Rick. Was I? Yes.
2: Um, Something else just popped up. Um, While our ancestors have been around for about 6 million years, the modern form
0: of humans
2: only evolved about 200,000 years ago.
0: Okay, so I was being a little jealous.
2: Civilization as we know it, only about 6,000 years ago. Yeah,
0: that's modern uh, language, I'd say. spoken language but yeah that just a little bit of fun facts to end with that and did you know picasso died in the 70s yes i have seen that before i don't know why i thought thought picasso was fucking drinking hops with leonardo da vinci yeah i
2: always thought the same thing too that discredits some of his work i don't know why yeah
0: now, I don't I mean, know. I to me, I'm like, it, it, it don't discredit but... it. But to me, it's like, ah. <laughs> you were alive in the '60s. Anybody could paint that in the '60s, you know. Oh, but <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> he just yeah. did a bunch of LSD. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Back but- to the back to the dinosaurs, though. That's if you believe in dinosaurs.
0: Oh, we getting into that. Oh, I the dinosaurs back out were worms. here to question your, make you question your faith. Yes. That, though? I believe in dinosaurs. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. We have evidence. Yeah. (laughs) But thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Anybody have any last words? I don't think so. No? Good? Good Good Next ones might be a little bit more appropriate, but yeah. Thank you, everybody. A little more structured. Yeah.